you so much You make every day better And I'll adore you Till the end of time But if the world was ending The food supply cut off I would eat you With a nice Chianti wine I'd keep you alive So I could ration you out I'd eat your toes and fingers first Cause the solution was found And we could both get out alive Missing toes and fingers aren't the worst And did you know that different colored people All taste the same Thought this through, it just occurred to me Cause I am high Okay, it's in my browser history Cause I was just trying To Google if I should pants here up Christ Cause I grew up Catholic It doesn't seem Like such a stretch If Jesus let me eat him And it saved my soul From sin Please let me eat you Here Sign this Kelly Dwyer's song. What is that song called, Devo Spice? That song is called The Long Pig. The Long Pig. Which is apparently what cannibals call human meat. Yes, and this is this is that is Devo Spice, who is the guest on Mockumental, and I'm a guest also. I'm a guest host. I'm Tuke Edelo. I was on Radio Free Brooklyn on Brooklyn Bandstand and my obnoxious show, What Would Save the World, for, uh, for quite a while. But here I am back again, hosting my artist aunt Killy Dwyer's show, and my uh, artist mom is Lisa Levy, who hosts Lisa Levy gives a shit on Thursdays at two p.m. I be- I believe. If I'm wrong, look that up. Um, <laughs> That might have changed now, but we are here on Mockumental where we do a bunch of different comedy music shit. And also, one of my, I think I just burped. Ugh. 
Yeah, yeah. Burping on Radio Free Brooklyn. That's the sound of Brooklyn. Uh, you can call in at 718-928-9732. Again, that number is 718-928-9732. You should really call in. And I, Devo Spice, what's a question that we should ask our audience that they should call in to let us know their answer to? A question we should ask the audience? Yeah. Have they ever heard of me and why not? Okay, that, that's a good question. Have you ever heard of Devo Spice and why not? And I also want to know that if you could pick any one of the Sesame Street characters to run for office, to run for the presidential Democratic primaries, who would it be? Which Sesame Street character and why? So those are your two questions. Again, that number is 718-928-9732. Okay, so Devo Spice, I want to know about you. Tell me a little bit about you. How did you become a Spice Boy? Um, well, basically, I do I do comedy rap and... Um, when I was a kid, I used to, you know, run around the playground singing parody songs, uh, just cause I thought they were awesome. Um, stuff that would, so you're the hip hop weird Al. Yeah. Um, but w- when I was a kid, it, I was singing songs that would get current kids expelled from school for what they were singing. Um, you know, it was a different time in the eighties. Um, and then I heard my first, uh, rap song on the radio and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Um, and what was that song? Uh, it, I, I want to say it was a Grandmaster Flash song, but I'm not sure. It would have been around 1981, 82. Um, and so when, so I was like, this is, I was fascinated by the fact that he's just going and going and going and going and, go, and not breathing, apparently. Um, and so I kind of wanted to teach myself how to do that. And when I started writing my own rhymes, the, the little parodies popped up in the back of my head and I just kind of, it felt natural to try to be funny. Um, little did I know you make very little money as a comedy musician. It's a very tough sell to, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I describe myself as the redheaded stepchild of weird Al Yankovic and Eminem. It's just okay. the easiest right. way to describe what I do to people. Okay. That sounds, are you from Detroit? I am from Connecticut originally. Oh, I said Detroit, Like, What's Detroit? Well, Detroit, like, but like a parody of Detroit. Like oh, okay. Detroit. I don't know. I just made that up. No, don't, don't I, I didn't make the connection right you there. You know what? Don't worry about me. Let's talk about you. <laughs> done. So, yeah. So I've been doing this for a really long time. Um, I've been releasing my own albums since like the 90s. Um, and I originally performed under the group named Sudden Death. It was me and a couple of friends and I was doing 90% of the work. And then finally I realized, you know what? Screw it. That's how bands Which, go. That's how yeah. projects go. <laughs> so, uh, I just decided to drop the name Sudden Death and then just became, just, just went under Devo Spice. Uh, what, what's, probably, De- what's Devo? Like what is So that? the story behind the name is when I was a kid, I was into breakdancing because 80s. And uh, I was also into doing sound effects, like human beatbox sound effects. And I was a big fan of Michael Winslow on, you know, tried to emulate everything he could do on the Police Academy movies. And I was on vacation in Florida uh, one year and I happened upon a street, I don't want to call them gang, but a a group of kids in the street um, breakdancing. And they didn't have a boom box. And one kid was just doing beatbox sounds. So, so they had music to to uh, dance to. And I overheard one of the guys talking about his spice, referring to the sounds he was making and, and stuff like that. And I thought, oh, that's really cool. Um, and Devo was originally short for devastating. Um, oh. Because when I was a kid, I didn't know how to spell devastating. So I thought it was D-E-V-O. And D-E-V-A, D-V-A would be diva spice, which is a, has a completely different connotation. So <laughs> so I didn't go by that. Um, but yeah, that's where the name came from. And it just kind of stuck. All right. All right. Well, now that we're describing where, you know, chosen names come from, 
Took Edelo. Took is like Belladonna Took from The Hobbit. And Edelo, my real last name is Enlo. Don't find me, CAA. Um, <laughs> and and my grandmother on my mother's side can't pronounce my father's last name. Then she goes Edelo. So I'm Took Edelo. Okay. So I'm a hobbit and I have a Jewish grandmother. Uh, so that's, that's what that means. So you know what, Devo Spice, why don't we hear some of your songs? I know you have a new album. So I have a new album. So what is that? New album is called The Anarchist Joke Book. Um, and it's just a collection of funny songs I've been recording over the past few years. All right, well, why don't we fucking hear one? Let's get this shit started. Okay, so this is a song that was a hit on the on the Dr. Demento show um, two years ago, I believe. Uh, it's a it's a uh, parody about conspiracy theories. Oh my god, fuck those people! <laughs> Beautiful girls all over the world are really from space. Here they're an alien race. Here this is nothing but true. Of the truth that is right before your eyes But alien reptiles run the left wing And the government's covered up every damn thing And you may laugh at my tinfoil hat But I can prove to you that the earth is flat Just take a good look at the moon man And you'll see that it's really nothing but a hologram There's so much nonsense and all these concepts That people just accept this fact Like the existence of K.O. Daily Mail Can't you see this is all an act To prepare us for the pending alien attack By conditioning us to serve on Big Mac Salty. Robotic squirrels and reptilian girls were already placed here right in front of your face. Here, this is nothing but truth, baby. Nothing but truth, They have been here for thousands of years. Long time. But hey, now don't sweat it. Just keep spending. truth i'm astounded that folks don't uncover stuff i've been around and i've seen all the cover-ups i mean it's not like the government hides it well obama's a lizard you can clearly tell now they're breaking down borders killing reporters tracking everybody with the chips in their quarters you are just a pawn in their new world order stop now think about spraying it. london spraying paris spraying chemtrails everywhere they spray every country except norway because norway was never there never there channel 
nothing but truth. The gates of hell open beneath Denver International Airport. We'll tell you where to go and what restaurants to avoid during your layover. And our special report on Cabbage Patch dolls. Do they resemble what mutant children will look like after a nuclear holocaust? And are you posting pictures on Facebook for Throwback Thursday? Then you're allowing the NSA to catalog photographs that were taken before Facebook existed. Don't post another picture until you see our special report. Stay tuned to the History Channel, your source for the real truth. Oy vey. <laughs> so, like, we were talking a little bit during the song. So, you said the guy who does the original of that song is a fucking flat earther? Yeah, uh, it's a rapper by the name of B.O.B. And that's a song, that actually, that Weird Al Yankovic parodied as well. And usually when Weird Al touches a song, I don't because he's the master and I, I can't go near it. But in this case, I thought it might help because, you know, people will have been familiar with the original because, hey, Al heard it. You know, Al parodied it. So, anyway... Uh, B.O.B. or Bob, Bobo, as I like to call him, released an album uh, called Earth, which stands for Environmental Avatar Reality Training Habitat, I believe. Woo! Yeah. Uh, so he's a flat earther conspiracy theorist and posts some weird ass stuff all over Twitter about it. And uh, when he started doing that and he released the, the album, uh, my inner asshole came out and decided I needed to parody his song. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, con- I mean, conspiracy theorists. Yo, like a lot of people think I'm one, but I'm not. Um, so your album being called The Anarchist, that's on The Anarchist Joke Yes, book? it is. See, that's so interesting. I know you say it's just a name, but it's not just a name. <laughs> because, so I used to live on a commune. I used to hitchhike around the country and shit. Mm-hmm. And when you're in those kinds of worlds, you run into a lot of people who believe some really weird shit. Mm-hmm. People who believe like chemtrails. They believe flat, flat earthers are gaining like momentum. I know. It's really scary. And it's like with the anti-vaxxer shit. You know, it's the, all the same world. All of those conspiracy theories in there, well, almost all of them, are real conspiracy theories oh, that yeah. I mentioned. I know. The, obviously, the, the Bubba Hotep reference was a joke, but the um, you know the rest of them are all real conspiracy theories. And my favorite one is that Norway isn't a real country. It's not there. Are you familiar with that conspiracy theory? I, I've heard shit like that a little bit. I've heard mostly like the reptilians, the flat earth stuff. The reptilian yeah. shit is like rampant. That, the, that's old. The Norway story goes that... Uh, Japan wants a place to do its illegal whaling without the scrutiny of the international community. So they invented this country called Norway as a place on the earth where they can go do their whaling. And nobody's going to look there for whaling ships because there's a country there. There's land there. There won't be any ships there. That's the theory. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. That's one of the only conspiracy theories I have I've ever heard that doesn't like circle back to the Jews are evil. Like most <laughs> well, it of might. it, I don't know. Yeah, probably, but I mean, most of it does. Like the reptilian stuff is really like okay. So if you really look into a lot of these conspiracies, there's like multiple versions of them. Mm-hmm. But the reptilian ones, it always ends up coming back to like the Jews came from like caves in like the the Khazars mm-hmm. and that they like were not the real Jews who were from Ethiopia. And to be real, Ju- Judaism probably did start in Ethiopia and most white people, you know, are usually are like Russian Jews and that they're different. But they're not like we they like they, there's all these theories that they're like mutant people from the caves mm-hmm. and that they're the reptilians and that the Aryan race was really the Pleiadian aliens trying to destroy the reptilian race so that the Jews wouldn't destroy the world. It all ends up coming back to that weird shit. <laughs> 
Like, really, I'm not kidding. The conspiracy theories always tie back into some weird anti-Semitism. Yeah, I I had some fun researching that one. Um, You know, I I basically just found a list of conspiracy theories and watched some videos on YouTube and uh, saw a whole bunch of really interesting people. The um, the Denver International Airport one is 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 neat because there is that I haven't heard that one. There is some absolutely terrifying artwork in the in the Denver International Airport and many people believe that the artwork is there as a symbol of the of the quote unquote fact that the airport was built over a, a portal to hell <laughs> and I mean the artwork is legitimately terrifying what is it of like, uh, it's it just like? it's it's like freaky like children and demons and like horses and, and weird stuff it's it's you kind of have to see it. I can't really describe it. I just it. feel like most of the U.S. is kind of, is like, you know, a, a Native American burial ground. So, like... I'm the not, entire U.S. was built over a portal to hell. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, uh, is that really a conspiracy? I don't know, man. But, yeah, so that that's a fun one. Also, the one that, uh, the one I, I wrote in my little notes uh, the, about the food stamp sterilizing the yes. poor. I yeah. was like... I was like, well, I'm pretty sure people have been trying to sterilize the poor. I don't know if it's, like, with the food stamps, but... um. This is a weird thing. So my, I'm used to talking about politics on Radio Free Brooklyn okay. because I had a show called What Would Save the World and it was all about politics. There's this... Um, I don't do political humor. You don't do political I humor. I do not. You absolutely do. You just did a song about well, conspiracy theories yeah, and you I named don't... your album Anarchist Joke Book. You can't <laughs> name your album Anarchist Joke Book and expect people like me to not be like, that's political. That's 1,000% political. I'm sorry. Fair enough. Yeah. Conspiracy theories are absolutely, politi- absolutely political. These people vote. Yes. These people vote and uh, flat earthers are gaining momentum. Don't let them. I saw a meme recently that said flat earth matters and they were, it was like a joke. Don't joke about that, guys. <laughs> this anti-intellectual shit needs to be flushed down the toilet. Yes, it's I agree. really scary. And I mean, come on. We got measles in Brooklyn. The sound of Brooklyn, guys. It's the measles. It's um, diseases that have been nearly eradicated coming back. That's the sound of Brooklyn right now, apparently. Uh, sorry, I love making fun of that. Like, <laughs> that, 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 oh, somebody's calling Uh-oh. in. Hello. Ah, it's Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Oh, my God. I'm listening to you. I politicize my radio show. I love it. <laughs> oh, I'm politicizing your radio show because he has a song about conspiracy theories, and his song is called The Anarchist's Joke Book. And he's like, I'm not political. I know. I, how can you say he's not political when he's got, like, an. Uh, Kelly, right. you're kind of breaking up, baby. Hello? Hello? Dun, dun, dun. Okay, well, I guess the goal of this show is find Killy now. So the, the government uh, heard her calling in and decided to tap her phone and cut her off because she was going to reveal some secrets or something. Yeah, she was going to tell us that she's a flat earther or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So what 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 else can we do here? You told me so you you do other things other than the anarchist joke book and not being political. You run a website, right? I run a website called The Fump, The Funny Music Project. It's at thefump.com. And uh it's basically a a website where we post uh comedy music twice a week. Uh, a new song goes up on Tuesday and Friday and they're available initially as a free download. So you just go to the website, download it and you know, we've posted something like 1400 songs now since we launched. Wow, and, uh, that's cool. How do people if they want to be involved in your site if they're comedy musicians how do they find you can they find you through the site yes thefump.com uh we have two places for submission we have a uh, a thing called the sideshow which anyone can post their songs to um 
And then we have a uh, like a, a formal submission process if you want to be part of the the site and get on the compilation albums and stuff. And there's just in, in on the right hand side, there's a thing that says submit a song and click that. Follow the process. It's really simple. So who are like some of your comedy musicians who are on there? Maybe some of the Radio Free Brooklyn community would know who they are. Uh, possibly. Um, the, we have like what we call the core group of people. We, we kind of act as a uh, like a board of directors for the group. So there's myself. Cool. There's the great Luke Ski. There's Tom Smith. There's Worm Quartet. Um, possible Oscar, uh, Carla Ulbrich, um, and more people who I know, I know I'm forgetting. Um, and then we have a whole probably 140 other artists or so that, that post occasionally. Is Killy on there? Killy is on um, part of the other 140 artists. Um, so yeah, Killy has posted a couple of songs. Uh, we have a guy named Bone Cage who, um, is the guy who sang on, on Nothing But Truth. He was the one who, who sang on the chorus. Uh, he is a fantastic and really totally demented musician. Um, and I'd like to play one of his songs cause it's, it's topical. Okay. Um, and, uh, so yeah, bone cage, we have a, a brilliant parodist named Spaff, uh, who posts some songs occasionally. Um, yeah. So there's a, a nuclear bubble rap and Steve Goody and there's just hundreds and hundreds of people. It, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, if you're into comedy music as a genre, which a lot of people aren't, and it's, it's, it's hard to describe comedy music. It's hard to find the fans of comedy music because it spans so many genres. You know, we have probably the same kind of people who believe in flat earth (laughs) and they're harder to find, but yeah, we have, we have rap songs. We have, we have country songs. We have pop songs. We have alternative songs, you know, and, and everything in between and, you know, some new genres that people make up as they post new songs. So, um, it's hard to, it's hard to market to, you know, you, we, we can't just say hey, we're targeting country music fans in Tennessee, you know, you, because we keep, that's not our yeah, demographic, yeah, yeah. you I mean, know, I mean, comedy music is not even really like one genre. Like right. Said. Exactly. It's, it's one of the few genres that is, is defined by the lyrical content, not the musical content. I mean, except when you have Killy like looping farts, fart noises. Okay. I mean, that's, Killy does this really <laughs> funny thing where she'll be like, I should put it in her looper. So I guess maybe the music is funny sometimes. Yes, the, the, the music can be funny. Itself. We do have we do have a couple of instrumentals on on the thump, which are neat. Bump. Um. So uh, the song I wanted to play is it's topical because uh, um, Avengers Endgame is coming out, and there is a meme going around on how they're going to defeat Thanos, and the the meme is that Ant Man is going to shrink down really small, go up Thanos's ass, and then enlarge himself. So Bone Cage said. Well, if ever there was a song, a topic for me to write a song about, this is it. So All right, let's do this shit. I'm gonna get real small and crawl inside your butthole. Crawl inside your butthole, butthole, butthole. I'm gonna get real small and crawl inside your butthole. Crawl inside your butthole, butthole, butthole. Yo, let me ask, is Thor gonna get up in a butthole? No, that's right, he won't. Only one man gonna hatch that plan. Butthole. 
be very disappointed when i go see endgame and that's not how the movie ends yeah buttholes are great like <laughs> anal sauce and rectal sauce forever so who is that tell us about this guy again who the fuck that, was that butthole that is a guy uh who goes by the name bone cage and uh he bone po- cage oh one more bone cage. Me Killy. hello Is it awkward turtles? Is it awkward turtles? I know it's it's 
perfect though because like I get to drive home right now from way the Bumblefuck Jersey and listen Bumble- to this show, and you two are both so interesting uh. and come from such different places, uh, but are both great artists. Like so, for me, it's it's awesome. She's so, coming home know. from from middle of nowhere, New Jersey, and I'm. Go, I have to go back home there to middle of nowhere, New Jersey. I mean, Kelly. And then tomorrow, coming back tomorrow. Yeah. So. I mean, Kelly, I'm a fartist. I know you are, honey. I know. You're the fartiest fartist I know. Wait, so Kelly, I know it's like your show and shit, but like we made it ours and we have two questions for all of our callers. First of all, do you know who Uh-oh. Devo Spice is? Why or why not? That's the first question. Oh, I know. Um, I'm trying why? I know. I met Devo. Like, it probably would have been the New York Funny Songs Fest. Probably oh, the shit. first one. I was at that. I don't know. What do you think so? Because I killed the band happened before. Uh, before. Here. That's true. Yeah. So you you posted something to the Fump uh, as Kill the Band. Um, so yeah. that that's how that we became Kill aware the, of each other. Kill the Band is Killy's comedy band, and it was also a one woman show, but a band, right? Yeah, yeah. But some stupid guys. Hanging out behind me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, fuck those guys. Like, no, no, no. Fuck that. But but I think like, like when we met in person, I'll give, I'll give them that. But I think we meeting in person so, was yeah, the New York Funny Songs Fest. Way before um, Funny Songs Festival, I was like, that was two years maybe before the Funny Songs yeah. Festival. I think started. Wow, I was like um, living on a commune, like, like eating ago. ass. <laughs> like I love the book song. It was amazing, by the way. Okay. Bone Cage does great stuff. By the way, I never Probably. ate ass on the commune. Nobody believed you. <laughs> I didn't eat ass <laughs> on the commune. Um, but Killy, which Sesame Street character would you vote for in 2020? Like, who should be president if it was... Grover. A, Grover. Absolutely. No, hands down, Grover. Grover all the way. Why Grover? Uh, sensitive. Um, near, knows, knows near, knows far. So he knows he's here for, um, American politics, but he's here for international politics as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that's pretty profound. <laughs> that's such a, that's such a, yeah, that's such an insightful thing to say about a potential candidate of Sesame Street. I would hope so. I would hope like any Sesame Street character running would have a platform for, uh, but with, uh, you know, our national policies and our international policies. But I think he's laid it down, like, way before uh, 2000, you know, 18, 19. I'm sorry, what year is it? Who but, knows? But, Killy, like, what if there was an alternative reality where it was called Poppy Street and not Sesame Street? Mm. Uh, well, then that means Poppy Street, to me, is kind of leads me down a, a you know, like, uh, legalized alternative road. And I don't know. Oh, yeah, because the poppy seeds. Wait, remember that Seinfeld yeah. episode where, like, yeah, she was afraid her piss bagels. would come back because she kept eating the poppy seed bagel? Yo. Yes, well, I'm going to lead you to, to it because you guys are doing amazing, and I want to listen to all of the random wackiness that's going to go on over the next hour and a half. Oh, Mama uh, Killy. But I'll probably call you back in an Beep. hour. Who knows? Okay. All right, call we're, us. We're in the car. We're in and out of service, as you've seen when I went out Wait, of service last. Like, why is Craig the silent Craig as usual? What? What's that? Why is Craig so silent? Who would he vote for on Sesame Street? That's oh, what I want to know. Put him on. Hold on one sec. New speakerphone. 
All right, all right. All right, Craig, Craig, it's really fucking important. Hold on, we gotta turn it up. Hold on. We're okay, having some right, technical go. difficulties. This is the sound of Brooklyn. Um, Craig, I wanna know, like, if you could vote for a character on Sesame Street for office, who the fuck would it be and why? Um, Sesame Street? Are you including Muppets? Sure. Because I like uh, the dog that plays the piano. Is that animal? Rolf. Isn't that Rolf? That's Rolf. Isn't that Rolf? All right, all right. Why Rolf, though? Like, why canine? Because he's a dog. And dogs are good. All right. And he's musical. And he seems like he's quiet, but he knows, he leads the band, I think, even though he's quiet. I agree with that, and, and I have a neighbor who has a dog that looks just like Rolf. All right, so that <laughs> that dog should be president, <laughs> and we can just make his slogan, dogs are good. Dogs are good. Dogs uh, dogs should run the world. Dogs should run the world. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, we can smell everybody's butthole, and that song can be the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> it, all, it all comes back to buttholes, in my opinion. Yay, so. buttholes! All right, Killy. You guys are... You guys are both amazing. I worship both of you. Like, oh, wow. like let me just say what I, let me just quickly say what I love about each of you. Um, Kook, I love you because you're free spirited, um, emotional, um, uh, so in tuned, so in tune to so many things in this uh, in this world and way beyond it. Uh, you you inspire me daily. Uh-huh. And uh, Devo, you are. Uh, your rap skills and your ability to make so many different unique things funny constantly blows my mind. And uh, thank you. Uh, the, the cookbook, the cookbook is amazing, um, and it was, is a great idea. Did you talk about the art for it yet? I don't know, but uh, we're gonna. You know, we're gonna. It's all great, and I love you both very, very much. You, uh, you both inspire me, and I'll see you tomorrow, Devo. Okay, yeah. Actually, I'll see you whenever, Mama. <clears throat> yeah, honey, I love you, baby girl. Love you, baby. Bye. Bye. All right, so we got to talk about that art on that album, but I think it's yeah. time to play some fucking music. Okay. We got to take a little bit of a, a little break. So, so let's play a song from the album since we're going to be talking about it. Yes. Uh, this is a song that uh, actually won an award. It won the <gasps> um, Logan Award for Outstanding Original Comedy Song. Yeah. And uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's just do it. I see you at the bar looking like a movie star I don't know who you are but I'm psyched at the chance To get to meet you, maybe go out and dance If I could only reach you I'd have a chance At the answer I'm hoping we can reach tonight Like an infected toenail I'ma treat you right But how do I prove that I'm a stud, not a dud In my grade school days I would just push you in the mud It's not my style to just invite you to my loft When you look at me and smile I just turn my head and cough mm, I know, I'll just bump you from behind Like it was an accident Then you'll be as good as mine and it worked. I feel like a jerk, but your number's in my cell. And it seems to me that the only way to tell you exactly what you mean to me is to show you. So here's a picture of my dick for you. Here's a picture of my dick for you. It's a mighty fine one, and if you're inclined, then it'll make your dreams come true. It's a picture of my dick for you. Here's a picture of my dick 
for you. It's a way to mention all my good intentions, and I shared it just for you. It's a picture of my dick. It's a picture of my dick. So there it is, the thing that I used to take a whiz. Though it really isn't huge, I bet it's bigger than his. So tell me what's left to choose, let's just get down to biz. There's no way that you can lose, cause I'm the best that there is. Hold the pink and purple hues that are juxtaposed against the faded blue tattoos. Make the contrast intense, the dynamic composition complements my styled hair. But hmm, I don't remember that mole being there. Oh, never mind, the story I tell is full of wind. Marvel at its glory, take it all in and come with me. For this is the part you'll be enjoying. You can see that I've mastered the art. Of the boying. Add attention like a guard, standing proud and tall, like a mushroom in the yard. It's exquisite, but is it overdone? I'm not sure. To be safe, here's another one. Another picture of my dick for you. Another picture of my dick for you. It's a different angle, and my balls are spangled, and I dyed my hair bright blue. It's a picture of my dick for you. Another picture of my dick for you. I got a whole collection from my last direction, and I chose one just for you. It's a picture of my dick. It's a picture of my dick. Several hours go by, and I get no reply, and now I'm wondering why. Is she out with some friends, or homesick with the bends, or did the picture not send? This is taking forever. We'd be perfect together, or, you know, like, whatever. Then my phone finally beeps, and her answer I peep. Stay away from me, creep. Ha! Yeah, I should have known. So what's the deal? I thought we'd go out and grab a meal. Did you not get the picture? Don't you see the appeal? Was it not everything that you would want it to be? Is it cause I only have two balls and not three? I don't understand. You're a woman, I'm a man. We've got interlocking parts and they go hand in hand. Well, penis and vagina if you want to be specific. So I thought I'd try yours. Figured it would be terrific. Then again, maybe not. I can do the math, I'm a ten, you're a good solid six and a half And if you're not into what I put on display, then I'm out Cause you're probably a whore anyway I sent you a selfie taken by my little friend It's a beauty and I even let him push send And you just shot him down Oh wait, then again, there's a message coming in It's a picture of a dick for me Here's a picture of a dick for me It's all fat and hairy and the balls are scary and it's pointed right at me. It's a picture of a dick for me. Here's a picture of a dick for me. It's the last contender from what guys have sent her and she chose it just for me. It's a picture of a dick. I did not want this. It's a picture of a dick. Why would she think I'd want a picture of some dude's junk? Man, I do not understand women. Yo, me either, ho. Nah, um, that was that was fucking hilarious. Thank you. Dick pics, man. Dick pics. Have you actually actually ever been sent a dick pic? Um, Has anybody ever sent you a dick pic? I don't think so. You know what? That would that was something I would definitely remember. So I'm going to say no. Okay, so I have like a couple good dick pic stories. Uh, the first one is so when I was younger, I was naive and I didn't understand that like most men who invite me to hang out one on one are like trying to fuck me. Right. Yes. I didn't understand that. Like, you know, I thought like, oh, you can be my friend. And I, you know, it, it was up to like very recently that I still thought that. I mean, I knew most of the time I was like, oh, but they still have me, my friend. You know what I mean? <laughs> but so when I was younger, my, I guess like my ex's like friend like invited me to this art show. 
And I thought to myself, oh, like he knows his friend is an asshole. Maybe he feels bad for me that I have no friends, you know, like, <laughs> oh, maybe that's why he invited me out. He knows I like art and shit. So we go to this art show and he finds out that I've been doing this series about like I've been painting people's boobs who like look weird. OK. Because at the time I was having health conditions and stuff. And like so I was painting like people who had asymmetrical tits or weird mm-hmm. tits. And he's like, no, you know what you should do? You should paint a picture of my dick to like complete <laughs> the to complete the series. And I, I remember we're at McDonald's when he's telling me this and I'm like going, um. Is no. one testicle substantially larger than the other? Yeah, what do you I was mean? like, no, but I'm going, I'm going, no, like the project's really about boobs, you know, like I don't really, and he's like, oh, no, 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 you got it, you got it, you got it. He's like, I'll get you, send you a picture. I'm like, no. And then like later on, sure enough, he like <laughs> sent me a picture of his dick. <laughs> so I think that's like funny that I couldn't even just get like a normal dick pic. It had to be under the guise that it was like going to be for yeah, an art project. Yeah, this is for an art project. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I have one other funny story real quick. Um, so there, but long ago I was a stripper and I was, would also do certain private things, mm-hmm. but like this guy hit me up and he's like, okay, so I'm a cuck. You know what cuck is? Yeah. Cuckold. So he wanted to watch me like fuck another young guy. And he's like, I want to watch you fuck a young buck. Like that's what he was calling it. And I was like, okay, so you're going to pay me to have sex with who I want to have sex with. <laughs> Okay. All right. I was like, that's like, you know, not so crazy, you know? So I start like trying at the time I was like single. So I start trying to like find somebody who like I kind of am interested in, you know, and I find this guy and I'm like, I'll split the money with you, you know, if we do this. And he's like, um, first of all, I never did this. Everybody, we never did this. But this guy, I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. But like the guy who wants me to do it wants to see a picture of your dick. (laughs) And this guy. So that was a solicited dick pic. Yeah, but this guy does not send me one. He does not send me two. He sends me five in a row. Well, you got to get the different angles to I, get the full experience. I you guess see. so. But he sent me. Like, <laughs> it's like a car. You're selling a car. You want all sides of it, you know? Yeah, I guess. But I was like, man, you like really wanted to show me your dick. Like you really wanted somebody to look at your dick. You sent five dick pics. Okay, everybody out there, if you're sexting consensually, that's lovely. But no one wants five in a row ever. Maybe five spread out. It must have like asking you for it. And then it was so funny. I sent the picture to the guy and he was like, no, not good enough and not my type. And then, you know, me and that guy, every, all the men in this scenario were not. I didn't talk to them again. But it was funny. I was like in public when I got these five. I was actually at the, the Bushwick public house. And I started like laughing hysterically in the middle of the day. And like everybody looked at me funny. So, yeah, dick pics. Dick, Achilles has a song about dick pics. About she does. You have it? I do not. Oh, I bet a bit. You were like, she does. I was like, you have it. No. But speaking of Kelly, um, you have you said you were doing something with female artists. How yeah, uh Kelly was actually involved in this project. Um, I produced a compilation album of comedy songs by female musicians. It's called Madam Opus. Funny songs by funny women. Um, it's available at madamopus.bandcamp.com. And uh the way this came about was I run this is related to the Fump. I run a comedy music convention called Fump Fest every year. Uh <laughs> Fump Fest. Uh, this year it's taking, it, it takes place in Chicago every year. Uh, this nice. year it's in August, uh, fumpfest.com. And um, two years ago, I think it was, uh, one of our volunteers went to the merchandise table and gathered up all the CDs and merchandise by the female artists, put them all in one area, and then made a sign that said, Comedy Music Needs More Female Musicians. 
And it was cool. So we did that. And then at the end of the convention, uh, somebody said, why don't we get all the female artists here up on stage, take a picture. We had the reformed whores. We had Carla Ulbrich. We had, um, uh, Lauren Mayer and a few other people, uh, Carrie Dalby. Um, so they all got on stage and they took a picture. And then as we were breaking down the convention, my father who helps me out with the convention turns to me and goes, has there ever been a compilation album of female musicians? And I'm like, no, I don't think there has. So uh, last year we did a Kickstarter to raise the money to produce the album. We and Aliana. Well, yeah. <laughs> Weird, Aliana. Sorry. Um, and we got, you know, we got enough money to produce the album and I produced the album and I got some, some fantastic musicians on here. Um, I got the double clicks. Uh, I got Carla Ulbrich, Killy Dwyer is on here. Uh, Mary Amber, who is from Australia. Uh, Carrie Dalby, Reformed Whores, Danita Smith, Beth can Kinderman. Can we play some Reformed Whores? We can play some Reformed Whores. I love whores. Reformed Whores, but before we play Reformed Whores, I just want to say you're listening to Mockumental on Radio Free Brooklyn. My name's Tuke Edelow. Usually this show is hosted by Kelly Dwyer, and I've been here with Devo Spice. Let's listen to those Reformed Whores. There seems to be a common misconception around the subject of ladies wrecked when people say the girls don't defecate. Never taken a shit. Never? Never. Never. And I, I just find it like a little offensive that those girls just want to assume that about me as a woman, you know? <laughs> no, but that was reformed horror. They're actually they're actually rad. Yeah, they're they're great. They actually appeared in the video for my dick pic song just for you. Oh. Um Katie was the uh subject of my affection in that in the video for that song. Oh, that's so cool. And I I I, I knew when I when I started planning the video, I was like 
God, Katie would be perfect for this because she makes like the best facial expressions when she's on stage. And I was like, I want to see her reaction when she gets a dick pic, you know, and it, it was fantastic. So that's on my YouTube page. Yeah. Dick pics. <laughs> we're back to dicks again. Yeah, we're talking about that. Um, so you've done other albums before Anarchist Joke Book? I have. What are those called? Um, I've done, well, I've done a lot, but the previous album was called Herp Derp You Don't Sturp. Which um, I was really proud of when I came up with that title because of the whole herp derp internet meme and the hip hop you don't stop thing from the Sugar Hill Gang. And then I realized if you do the whole verse, you end up sounding like the Swedish chef. It was like a herp derp, a herpy, a derp, a herp derp, derp, you don't stirp, a rook into the bang, bang, burger shit, up, jump, a boogie to the rhythm of the bork, bork, bork. So, um, so yeah. And then I did a, um, I did a Doctor Who concept album called I Am the Doctor because I've been a huge Doctor Who fan my entire life. You should play some of that shit. I don't know okay. jack shit about Doctor Who, but I feel like somebody else will. Okay. Um, so let me play. Well, wait, how do you feel about a female doctor? I'm fine with it. Um, my, my problem with the, the gender swapping regeneration or regeneration, as I like to call it, um, is that the show hasn't dealt with what would happen to a society that could suddenly switch genders, you know, just all of a sudden the person you've been in love with for 50 years or whatever is now, and it's, this is just regeneration in general too, not just swapping Wait, genders. Mean it hasn't dealt with like trans shit yet. Is that what you mean? Not, like, no, what? not, not just trans stuff, but I mean like if all of a sudden the population can just decide to be another gender, what would that do? Cause you know, even in, in Gallifreyan culture, you know, it seems to be a little bit male dominated. I mean, there are female high high ranking time Lords, but so then would all of a sudden, like I mean, 80% like, of the population become male. And then what would that do to the, you know, and what does that do to relationships? You know, deep space nine dealt with the, the, the body changing um, with uh, Dax, the trill dealt with it beautifully. Doctor who has never dealt with it. But then again, we, we don't really know much about what, what goes on in Gallifrey anyway. I'm such a nerd. Yeah, to me, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like Galilee. What? I mean, I will say there's only like a couple of actual matriarchal or matrilineal societies around. Um, some of them were indigenous Polynesian groups, which most of them are gone now as most indigenous groups. And then there are some groups that are outside of India or in India or bordering India. And actually, it's very interesting. You can find an article about a small community near India Um where actually the men are not really like allowed to own property and they've started protesting. Oh, neat. Like, I think that's so interesting. Like, you know, that like in a, so what you end up realizing is that if, if any group is trying to dominate, they end up sucking no matter what their gender or whatever the fuck. Yeah, basically. If you're dominating, you suck ass. Okay. So let's play but your to, to answer your, your original question. Um, I thought Jodie Whittaker did a great job as the doctor. I really enjoyed the season. Um, obviously some episodes were better than others, but I thought overall it was great. And, it was. Are you about to get some hate mail? It, well, I'm sure I am. That. I'm sure I am. Um, it was a big departure for the show, which is not the first time the show has done this. But because for the, that entire first season, there was n no repeat enemies. It wasn't until the New Year special that we saw a, a classic enemy where she fought the Daleks. But the the entire first season was all brand new characters, all brand new enemies and stuff. And it was really neat. So anyway, it sounds like the new Kingdom Hearts. This is the uh, title oh, no, track. There's, there's old characters from that. There's no Final Fantasy characters in it. Sorry. Okay, sorry. <laughs> this is the title track to uh, the I Am the Doctor album. Uh, this this is the go, it goes up to the go to, goes up to the end of the Matt Smith era.
my crew. How do you do? I'm just a madman with a box. Big blue box. Foxy and sexy, if you only knew. Yes, it's bigger on the inside. Ask Captain Jack. It's a great ride back in his mind. I reside in the TARDIS. Home is where the heart is. And like Lisa Simpson, I can see you through time. I have been to the end of the universe and back again. Then reverse course and we arrive. Back where we started in the TARDIS. Because the people come with me. I really like to try to bring him back alive. So if you want to come and get your things, I'll take you to the sky. Sing, tell your mom that you're ringing around the cell. Or the things I can show you as I get to know you. But don't wait for me because that never ends well. I am the doctor. On your hands. I guess I always talk this fast. All my chatter doesn't matter. I'm the only one who really understands. You see, I've got a big head, a very big head, a very large head with a very big brain. And if you look deep into my eyes, the very old eyes, you might even see some little guys at the rain. That's what I do to survive on the day that I die. Because it's what is inside that counts. Oh, and if you missed it at one point, it never existed and still made the wedding unannounced. I've stopped aliens and demons in the end of everything, and it barely even shook me up. So if you think it crossed in me, your loss it will be. I'm the doctor. Look me up. I am the doctor. <laughs> Oh, the things I've seen Make your skin turn green Like a Silurian I've seen angels move And if you think you've seen one Don't look away or even blink I've seen a Dalek sunbathe and let loose I've seen a crack scarier than any plumber could produce I've seen vampires that were actually scary And know they didn't sparkle like a dancing fairy I've seen cat people and sentient trees And I've seen the silence But, oh jeez, I forget What were we talking about? All right, me. I wear a bow tie now. Bow ties are cool, but oh my, whatever happened to my fares? I know I tend to dive right inside the hive, but if you want to make it out alive, then you'll do what the doctor says. But why is everyone still going on about my name? When they should be more concerned about the people made of plastic. After all, a rose by any other name can still be the bad wolf and still be fantastic. That's what my life is like. Beside a man and slim is the glued in the head this month. Sure, there's dangerous strife, but it's a marvelous life. And you can ride along beside me if you want. So tell me now, where do you want to go from here? How about a lovely little planet where we won't get injured? I had a thought. I think that ought to let those mice play the doctor so I could be a ginger. I've always wanted to be a ginger. I am the doctor! I am the doctor! I am the doctor! Doctors. Doctors are terrible. I've always wanted to rap really fast with a British accent. I I can't even rap. <laughs> I, I'm like such a sad little white girl. I can only like. I'm a middle-aged white guy and I'm, I, I can, well, then yeah. I've been doing it since I was 13. So yeah, I, I've exactly, had some practice. Exactly. <laughs> I'm pathetic. I don't know what I'm doing. So. I want to know, like, why do you not think you're political? Like, why? No, do it's not that I, I don't. Know, I don't what, think what, I'm political. I do what have is a. That though, like, I why do, not? Why I do not? have a political stance and everything, but I don't. Um, Are you a libertarian? No, not really. I I do. Um, I I don't do political humor because I don't follow the issues close enough to do. Um, you have to write what you know, and I don't know enough about them. I have so my you're opinions, but not that. I'm I'm, <laughs> not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far, but. In order to write good comedy about this about that material, you have to know it inside and out and upside down. And yeah. I and I don't. I'm just trashing. Um, we have we have several people on the fump who do some fantastically political stuff. Um, Steve Goody constantly uh, is 
bashing Trump and doing some hysterical stuff. Um, actually, there's a there's a really funny song we can play that's a Monty Python oh. parody of all things. Oh, also, Rob Pepperonian has a really good Trump song. It's like about him like traveling in other countries and like other and like women asking him where he's from and he just says he's from somewhere else because he's so like embarrassed about, <laughs> uh, if i can find the song we'll play it okay but you you, you want to play another one yeah so play- this is um uh this is a song about sarah huckabee sanders uh written by the group is called money shot cosmonauts uh, which is a an a, a writer by the name of spaff who works with any musicians he can find to get the job done um, in this case, he worked with a band called Power Salad, who was fronted by my friend Chris Mazalesta, who was the announcer at the end of the um, the conspiracy theory song. Ooh, okay. So here is Sarah the Huckabee. A Huckabee or Chuckabee means toss one with ferocity. To huck a bee, ironically, would decrease its velocity. Do you see? But huck a bee, politically, is a different insect family, which tends to be reactionary, e.g. the White House secretary. Singing. la dee a DJT, Sarah the Huckabee. The NME says Sarah the Huckabee. Could this surname Sanders be the colonel whom Trump dreams he'll see each time he orders KFC? No! When Sarah the Huckabee, a tweedle he do, a tweedle she see, Sarah the Huckabee. NBC says Sarah the Huckabee. Must this Trump appointee to propaganda ministry mislead the press deliberately and treat them juvenilely? She treats us juvenilely, rudely juvenilely. The end. Rudy Giuliani? No, rudely and juvenilely. Oh. Rudy Giuliani. Yo, Sarah Huckabee sucks. <laughs> See, that, those are the type of lyrics that I, I wish I could write, but I just can't. Spaff is just an amazing lyricist. Mm-hmm. Yo, for for real though, like, for, forget supporting all women. Yo, fuck Sarah Huckabee. Don't believe Sarah Huckabee. Don't believe all women. Only some women. I'm sexist. Yeah, that's only, right. Only the good women. The, the women who no, submitted only, songs only, to Madame Opus. Yeah, I mean, no, not those women. Not those no, women. No, those women are awesome I know women. those women are awesome. I just mean, like, not just those women. Just only, yeah, only the good women. We're one of the good ones. God, somebody fucking hurt me. Don't actually hurt me. Um... So we're going to play another political song by Rob Pavaronian. Paravonian. Paravonian. Am I saying it wrong? Have I been saying it wrong? I'm so sorry, Rob. I've known you for like a couple (laughs) years now. I'm so sorry, Rob. (gasps) 
Okay, wait, wait. Say it again. Paravonian. Paravonian. Yes. Okay, and the thing that's so funny about this, this video is made by um, Victor Varnado. I know him. Yeah. yeah, who is my good friend, who apparently, for years, I was calling him Victor Varnado. <laughs> and that's not his last name. And he just decided to never correct me. <laughs> and last time I subbed Killy's show, like over a year ago, you know, longer, when we were at the old Radio Free Broken Studio, that's when he decided to correct me on air. So it's funny. These are two people whose names I can't say. I'm a fool. This song is called Somewhere, Somewhere, Somewhere Else. And it's by Rob Paravonian, right? Now yep. I'm saying it right? Yep. By Victor, uh, The video is by Victor Varnado. You can look up the music video. It's a great video. Here we go. Oh, no. Wait, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuke Edelo is a fool. If anybody ever asks you about Tuka Edelo, you should just be like, yo, Tuka Edelo is a fucking fool. Here we go. No, we're going to start it from the beginning. There we go.
Alrighty, yeah, I love that song. That's such a funny fucking song. The orange man. I love that he always calls him the orange man. Like, he doesn't say the T word, you know? <laughs> and that's, like, really fucking valuable. So, so my question for you is, like, tell me, what did you think of that song? What do you think of that I song? I thought that was great. That was great? Oh, my God. Yeah, I love Rob. I've, I've known him for years. Oh, look at us all having, like, a circle <laughs> jerk right here, right now, in the Radio Free Brooklyn studios. Yeah, I've, wow. I've met Rob back in, it was either 98 or 2000. Um, oh, wow. He, he performed at a, a Weird Al fan convention that I was also performing at. Yeah, I feel like such a young little fuck. Somebody's <laughs> calling in. Hello? It's Kelly. Oh, Hi, my Kelly. God, Kelly. You're, like, a reoccurring right, guest. Questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, girl? Well, first of all, I want to say I'm I'm really happy you played that song by Rob because I just came back from Italy, and I was just, I felt the same way that um, <laughs> I didn't want to say where I was from, <laughs> but I my, I worked it all out. I said I'm from New York City, so it was pretty clear that I I'm on the that you're from the bubble, the, the liberal spectrum. I have a bubble, yes. I live inside it, and it's wonderful. Um, but I have a couple questions for Tom in okay. general. And this is stuff I, I, you know, had wanted to ask you when I thought, God damn it, I'd be hosting the show. But, but then I replaced you. Took, you're hosting the shit out of it. I love, I'm loving it. It's like, I, I it's a mind meld of so many uh, parts of my personality that I don't get to usually yeah, yeah, do yeah. on my show. You know, I just get to so talk and nobody has to see my face so I can be as gross <laughs> and as bitchy as I want. <laughs> You know what I will say this? You rip on yourself too much. Stop that. You're amazing. Oh, but ripping on myself is part of my aesthetic and my brand. Come on. Capitalism, yeah, Kelly. <laughs> That's comedy. Hey. <laughs> All right, Tom. All right. Ask Tom the uh, questions. So- Enough of me. More about Tom. Okay. So my question to Tom is, and maybe you covered this because I was, I was still in the Kingdom Hall during the first 20 minutes of the show. Rude. So I might have missed it, but... Um, Tom, what was your first rap influence? Why did you? Because you're always interviewing me on the Fump when when I do a song mm-hmm. with you guys. So I don't he think told you know us that. Like, what was your first? Like, what made you start rapping at fourteen? You were like fourteen, or 13, yeah, something right? like that. Um, I, uh, I I did mention my my. Um, my first exposure to rap was a uh, an old Grandmaster Flash song, and I'm honestly not sure which one it was, but it would have been like 81, 82, something around there. They're all good, um, so you can't go wrong there. Yeah, but um, because of the you know the wise ass nature of what I do and the, and the comedy, I very early on latched onto the Fat Boys, and uh, oh, yeah. they became my favorite act um, right oh, up yeah. you know right up all through the 80s uh, because they were. I mean, a lot, a lot of their stuff wasn't laugh out loud funny, but they were definitely there were definitely Goofy. humorous yeah. elements to their stuff. They yeah. were having fun with what they were doing, and there was some some legitimately funny stuff that they did. Um, and I I just absolutely loved it, and I, I you know latched onto everything they did. Um, there were a couple other early comedy rap things. Uh, Sir Mix a Lot did a brilliant song called the Square Dance Rap, which. Uh, was on an EP that predated his first album, which I picked up yeah, on a I don't lark. Think I know that. Uh, it's it's right. fantastic. Um, and yeah, very few people have heard it because it was on this like limited edition EP that came out before Swass, which was his first album. And I just I I was happened to be in a record store just looking. This was. This was before rap had its own section in record stores. And for the young right, people, there was- used to be these things called record stores. Um, so I was going through like the 12 inches because I knew a lot of rap was released on 12 inches. And I'm, I'm going through the vinyl 
And I was basically looking for anything that had the word rap in the title because that was a giveaway. And I, I didn't care who the artist was or what. And I found this just plain yellow label um, EP had four songs on it. And it was by Sir Mix-a-Lot. And the, uh, I was like, Sir Mix-a-Lot, that sounds like, you know, a rap name. Sure. And I picked it up and I'm like, OK. And I looked at the back and the very last tra- very last track was was the square dance rap. And I was like, oh, I need to hear this. Um, so I, so I bought that and, and the other three tracks are forgettable, but the, the, the square dance rap has become one of my all time favorite songs. And there was also, um, a song that actually got airplay in New York city in the eighties, uh, was the monster rap by Bobby Boris Pickett, uh, who the same guy did did the monster mash in the sixties in 83, he did a 20th anniversary monster rap sequel, um, which I thought was brilliant. So, um, updated. Yeah. Um, so I did, I did a lot of, uh, I, I latched onto the comedy aspects of, of rap when I, yeah. Well, I mean, it speaks to the like teenage boy aesthetic as well. It's like you're, you're, you're both like funny, uh, feeling like funny about the world. And also, um, it was the kind of upcoming genre of yeah. the time. So it makes sense to me. And but when I discovered I, I, um, Bobby Boris, not Bobby Boris pick, um, Bobby Jimmy and the Critters, I was like, oh, right. I'm in my element now. Here's here's somebody who's doing comedy rap full time, you know, and uh, right. I, I love I his stuff. This. This is, yeah. This is my calling. <laughs> How did you name yourself uh, Devo Spice? That we did talk about. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. That's oh, okay. God. See, I told you I was in fucking church. That's man. okay. You want me to do it again no. or, or you want to go no, back and listen no, to the recording? No, I have more. I have okay. more. Um, I'd love for you, can you do uh, a live rap there? Uh, something like, you know, uh, in the studio? Off the or dome? Not, to, uh, not off the dome, exactly, but like, can you like, you know, play a track and rap? Um, there? Maybe. Because do I have any instrumentals with me? That's the question. That would be cool. I would love to hear that. Uh, it's just a request. You know, you don't have to honor the, the host of the show. Yes, we have to honor the host. <laughs> there is hierarchy in this studio. This is not Radio you, Free Brooklyn. This is Evo. Do you do you do any like do you improvise? Do you impro rap ever? Do you, are you not really? Ever? Or for the most part, are you like uh, you like to write a solid rap and then? Yeah, I'm I'm be, I'm more of a uh, a plan things out kind of guy. And what what I do when I write a song is I brainstorm as many jokes as I can. So I'll get a page then, or two of just jokes that I want to work into the into the song, even whether or not they're right. in verse form is just, you know, here's what I want to say. Here's what I want to talk about. Um, and, right. I'll, and I'll get two pages in my notebook of just ideas and, you know, things before I even start writing the song. Um, and then a lot of times I write the song and I end up not using a lot of what I brainstormed because just the song went in a different direction or whatever. Um, right. But yeah, I... I have tried freestyle. I am not good at it, but that's only because I don't do it much. I haven't practiced it much. It's, 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 it's a skill. Definitely an art form. Yeah. yeah. You gotta, you know, it's, something it's, it's something you have to, to, you have to work for. Wake, wake up, wake up doing it, brush your teeth doing it, like ride the train, you know, every moment kind of has to be about it to be really, really good at it. It's, it's definitely difficult. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's also difficult to, uh, you know, come up with a composed, um, you know, song and deliver it in the way that you do, in my opinion, really well. And, you know, for me, like, so, so the nerd aspect of it for you was that like just the natural way because you were interested in those things or, um, you know, like 
weird the uh, the road diverged and you took the you know sort of. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, the, nerd, the nerd route. <laughs> the nerd route. Um, yeah, there's actually a name for it. It's called. It's, you've made a huge thing for your, yourself and for many, many people who have. Uh, you've given a great, um, you know, opportunities to, for, you know, for one. Yeah, there's there's actually a, a name for it. It's called nerdcore hip hop, and there's um there's right. a, there's a whole you know subgenre out there. And nerdcore, not all of it, well, most of it is not meant to be funny. It's just meant to be nerdy. Um, there right. are some. And I'm thinking of like MC Lars and, yeah. and Shaper, Shaper the Dark Lord, yep. and that's those are just off the top of my head. Yeah, know. and I I love both of those guys, and and uh, if um. Uh, Kabuto the Python is one of my favorite rappers. He, he does oh, some, yeah, yeah. you know, fantastic stuff. Um, but yeah, the, the nerdy stuff just comes back to, you know, write what you know. And, you know, yeah. I grew up watching Doctor Who and, you know, now then I put out a whole Doctor Who concept album because I've seen the show since the beginning. You know, I'm familiar with all the companions and I can name all the actors and stuff like that. And I've met a lot of the actors and I actually have uh cameos on that album by a doctor you know the, the fifth doctor appears on that album and uh, two of the companions appear on the album um wait are you serious yeah are you for serial yeah we got, we got, <laughs> yes, I got is kind of a big deal. i got peter davison uh to appear to make a cameo on the fifth doctor song i got uh katie manning who played joe grant uh opposite the third doctor she sings on the third doctor song and i have uh, Sophie Aldred, who plays Ace opposite the Seventh Doctor, um, who is one of the best companions of the original series, um, she does a spoken bit in the middle of the Seventh Doctor song. Okay, well, we're going to have to play some of those okay. before this fucking hour is over. <laughs> what do you oh, think? Wait, wait. I want to ask Craig if he has a doctor. Do you have a doctor's question for Vito? Any, like, like, about rap or anything? We're driving, through, we're driving through, like, a terrifying, like, horrible rainstorm right now. Oh, my <laughs> God. It's like crazy, but um, I guess what I would my next my own, my last and follow up question is like, what do you what do you see? You know, since um, you can time travel, obviously, <laughs> um, that is part of your aesthetic. Can you time uh, travel? What is yeah, it? So rap, rapping about in in five years? I mean, what, where is nerdcore uh, going? And um, you know how how you know, as we are all doing, we're aging, you know, where do you, where do you take it? In, what is your, well, is, in five years, I'm hoping that there are so many spinoffs to Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse that I can do a whole concept <laughs> album exactly. of Spider-Verse stuff because holy crap, that movie was amazing. Um, yeah, and I, I did I a, so- a lot of people love like, even non-nerd people love that movie. Yeah. Though. And it, what kills me is that a lot of people didn't go see it because it was animated and it's like, ah, oh, it's a cartoon. I don't watch cartoons. I'm too old for that. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, well, just go freaking see know, it. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, so I, I did a song, uh, uh called spider verses, which is kind of like a big group group jam. Um, featuring a whole bunch of other people, and we each play a character from Into the Spider Verse, and it's it's actually uh, the number one song on the Doctor Demento show as of March. Yeah. So that's so yeah, cool. We should we play, play that. that? Yeah, let's play that. that. Yeah, we'll play that. Yeah, we're gonna play yeah. that. Kimmy, do you have more questions? I'd love to hear that, and I love you guys. You guys are doing great. Thank you for getting us through the driving rainstorm that we're going through now, and um, <laughs> I'm really enjoying the uh, push and pull and. Uh, Love and hug here. It's amazing. Oh, Kelly. You guys rock. Thank you for doing this. And uh, I'll probably call back again. You know, I'm not going to okay. lie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, 
guys. Bye. Bye. Okay, yeah, here here is Spider Verses. All right, here we go. Wait, we got to plug in the thing. Oh, yeah. Everybody, everybody, I didn't get to go see Into the Spider Verse, but I wanted to go see it. So, like, that's cool and everything. I'm so, really cool. So, <laughs> spoilers. All right. Oh yeah, that's my jam. I mean literally my jam. Try to keep up because you gotta know who I am. Peter Parker with Mary Jane beside her man. I am the one and only Spider-Man. I climb walls, shoot webs, great strength and agility. And with great power comes blah, blah, blah. My ability to cling to walls and then swing means I'm shooting out webs like silly string. I got a theme song, t-shirt, cartoon and toys. And a breakfast cereal that nobody enjoys. And a third nipple, at least according to my wiki. Don't mind fighting crime, but my hands are always sticky. So Kingpin lost his whole family, what a pity. But the thing he built could destroy the whole city. Hate to be a party pooper, but we gotta stop the threat. Take this goober. When I'm done, you wanna cop this, put em up. Miles Morales here, huh? That's what's up. Young kid, but a brainiac, a maniac. For anything my uncle would do, but he's a shady cat. And that's another act. Back to my storyline, I pack no punches. That's being blunt, kid. Itty bitty spider bite, that's what made the story time. That's so nuts, now I lack no function. You're telling me that I'm a new Spider Man. Gone for no skills to doing anything a fighter can. First, the multiverse gets shattered. Broken jars, now a bunch of spidey sling around, huh? Broken arms. Don't doubt me, cause I'm never giving up. Steph Curry on a dunk, some. Sometimes I'm tripping up, steady on my grind, enemies I'm ripping up. No spoilers here, so that's enough. Hi, I'm Pete. It's sure nice to meet you. I fight super villains when I'm not eating pizza. I'm just like that last guy, though my hair is much darker. My driver's license says my name is Peter B. Parker. Those starker in contrast. We're really quite alike. My cut's a little larger, but of the two, well, I'm alive. But if a girl gets kidnapped, then she turns out of bed. Well, I'm another friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Thought I was alone, not just because MJ left me. Struggled through a portal, because I might be kind of happy. Landed in the city, met this little kitty. He was bitten by a spider like the one that went and bit me. Now I'm a mentor. Teach this kid the ropes on how to be a hero and to give people hope, responsibility, and power. And before you have to ask, always watch your shit. Never sneeze inside the mask. Hey guys, it's Gwen, and I have been living as the one and only Spider Woman. Bit by a spider, and I might have got here first. And I'm from another, another universe. I don't do friends, got two or three styles, and I'm not helping you through puberty miles. You were a big help, and I'm glad you were there, but no, you don't get to like my haircut. I've been protecting my version of New York without ever expecting any help for the work. Now, lots of spider people are investing these nights. Of all of you, I look best in these tights, but still, it's nice that support has appeared, because this whole experience has been royally weird. But if I'm not mistaken, there's more for us to see, and do I smell bacon? That would be me. You're not hallucinating, Gwen. You know who I am. I'm your friendly neighborhood spider ham. Where's Dr. Doom? I'll give him a tackle, and then I'll take a selfie before J. Jonah Jackal. Got a hospital and a horse got loose. Call Peter Parker. I'll chuck Jones' caboose. I'll frolic and I'll dance, and I'll do this with my pants, and I'll whack him on the stoop. Man, I'll never stand a chance. I got a big hammer, and you know I'm gonna club ya. My Marvel tails will make you go bust the Kingpin and Liv. Man, who the heck is that? Reminds me of King Pig and Dr. Rock the Pussycat. I've heard folks have been shipping me and Noir. Just pray Mary Jane Water Buffalo don't know who you are. Think with subconscious, you can say that I steered her. Does that sound weird? It can get weirder. This is my spider. I'm Penny P. We are a dynamic duo. Call me S. I might be kawaii, but that don't mean that I'm weak Because I pack a streak of genius in my teeny physique See, I pilot this machine with my psychic connection We scale the highest ceilings like the guys in Inception Protecting New York City from malevolent creatures And we're messing with their systems like professional creepers My father left to join the Black Parade Now it's up to me to carry on the masquerade I have to say, the mech suit is better than toast The 
can send it to your deck with 27 emojis, homie. So don't be stuntin' cause I'm small and I'm cute. I crawl in the suit, all of a sudden I'm taller than you. That's all that I do. A supercomputer, not a shooter, a web. Two from the future to save you losers or you would be dead. The wind follows me, it smells like rain. Surprise attack! You once will feel my pain. Uncle Benjamin was eaten by vultures, so gory. But it makes a good hardcore origin story. I'm splattered noir, the color thing is new to me. Unlike a crimson moral ambiguity. Wrong or right, I don't know what to say. Am I black or white or 50 shades of gray? You want to dance in a biscuit box session? I'll crash you harder than the Great Depression. I'm trying to throw a future factor's wild. But punching a Nazi is never out of style. Just like six bullets in the snub 45, we're web warriors. And nobody's jive Out of all the fellas I cause the most fright Cause I am the terror That whips in the night Is he allowed to say that? Like, legally? I like the Gwen Stacy Yeah, uh, Gwen, Gwen was actually My favorite character in the movie She was amazing Aww but yeah, that I was I'd seen that. That song was kind of my Hail Mary for the album because um I was recording a bunch of songs that I wanted to get done for the album and I had this idea of the big group sp- group jam for Spider Verses. And I'm like, I have a week and a half before I have to get the uh, album to the duplicators, you know, to to actually produce the album and I'm like can I pull off of organizing a big group project like this in a week and a half? And apparently the answer is yes. Um so yeah, so uh in order of appearance there, uh, I was uh, Peter Parker, then um, rapper from Brooklyn who goes by the name One Up, a.k.a. Creative Mind Frame, uh, uh, did Miles Morales. And then Insane Ian, who is another artist from The Fump, uh, did Peter B. Parker. Uh, Bonnie Gordon, who is one half of the Library Bards uh, and also a voice actor from uh, California, she did uh, Gwen Stacy or uh, Spider-Woman. Um, and then TV's Kyle did Peter Porker, the amazing spider ham. Uh, Kyle is an animator. He, uh, created a show on Cartoon Network called Mighty Magiswords. Um, and then we had Lex, the lexicon artist as mm-hmm. Penny Parker. And then the great Luke Ski as Spider-Man Noir. Spider-Man Noir. Spider-Man Noir. He, he was in black and white in the movie. Ah, uh, yes. I saw many <laughs> commercials for it. I remember I saw it when I went to go see Venom. Do you have any Venom music? I don't have any Venom what? music. What? How dare you? I'm I should. I, like, you. You I enjoyed so that movie. You have so many different kinds of music, and that's the one you don't have. I'm never going to get over it. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll write a Venom song for you. Oh, my God. Just give me give me a couple of months. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I, mean, I won't have it done tonight. But. I don't necessarily need one. I mean, but I felt like, <laughs> you know, there's like, you know, a blurry line between need and want. You know, that's sort of how that works. Right. So... Is there anything else you're working on? Do you have any upcoming projects now that Anarchist Joke Book is out? Or is that how recently did that come out? Um, that came out the first weekend in March. Um, oh, okay. The, so I not was, that long ago. Yeah, I was a music guest of honor at a uh, convention in Minneapolis called MarsCon. Um, and I decided that MarsCon, I was going to use the convention as my release party. So I got the album done in time for, for a release at MarsCon, which was a lot of fun. All right. So I'm working on, uh, right now I'm actually working on uh, editing a video for spider verses. Um, we have, we have it filmed. I'm probably going to need to do some pickup filming, but, uh, so it's filmed. I need to edit that. Um, and then I'm actually, I, I just finished, uh, an animation for a fump song we're doing. Yeah, we're doing, um, we, uh, one of our artists, uh, a guy named Jeff Whitmire did a parody of weird Al's song, the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota called, uh, tickets to weird Al in Sarasota. 
and we decided to do an animated uh, video for this song. And of course, it's seven minutes long. Um, so we broke it up into 30 second chunks and I animated the first 30 seconds. So I just finished that and turned that in last week. Um, so that was my big project up until last week. Now I'm working on the, the videos and I'm actually planning to do, um, a couple more videos. Uh, I did a series of songs on the anarchist joke book called stupid, uh, stupid rap battles where I took, I did rap battles between two of the dumbest things I could think of. Uh, the first one is a frying pan versus the state of Florida. <laughs> Um, Yo, that's, you have those? I have those. Yeah. Okay, good. We're going to play that. Shit. Okay. Um, so I, and I want to make videos for those so that I can do, so we, we, I'll, I'll give you a choice. First one is, is the frying pan versus the state of Florida. Second one is a bag of Cheetos that got stuck in the vending machine versus the second L in the Hollywood sign. And the third one is a, a club size container of mayonnaise versus a cheap Gilbert Gottfried impression. Yo, that one, that okay. one, that one, that one. So that's. Uh, How long are these? Stupid red. These are only a couple minutes long. Uh, only a couple minutes. Yeah. This these are mo- fairly short. These should be movies. <laughs> so this is part three of Stupid Rap Battles. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Stupid Rap Battles. In this corner, weighing in at 15 pounds, with a manufacturer suggested retail price of $12.99 and an expiration date in the 22nd century. It's a club-sized container of mayonnaise. And in this corner, a man with no discernible talent, no concept of social boundaries, who enjoys imitating a legendary comedian who weighs in at 175 pounds. It's a cheap Gilbert Gottfried impression. Hey, I'm not cheap. I was paid handsomely for this. Look, I got a sticker and everything. Uh, whatever. Begin! God, is that voice again? Like the nails on the chalkboard noise again. But you know what really adds to my deep aggravation? You're not even real, just a cheap imitation. Why in God's name would you mimic Godfrey? Did you think that it would help your career? Godspeed. Look what it did for his. I mean, not the best luck. Cause gee whiz, he was fired from playing a duck. I'm a good buy. I can save you money. And I'm perfectly mixed. I'm not dry or runny. You'll be glad you came. Take a stab and see. A sandwich ain't the same without a dab for me. Who the hell would want that much mayonnaise? What, do you use it for snow on the holidays? Are you planning to spackle your walls? Or do you have a body hidden that you need to dissolve? I'll admit one of my biggest fears is eating BLT sandwiches for 400 years. Who are you feeding? An entire chorus line? Or does your wife have another secret family? Or nine? Or maybe just your mom? She likes a topping. But now you need a trailer to go grocery shopping. If you fell off the shelf, you'd win the fight with a KO. Nobody needs a whole barrel of mayo. Yeah, and nobody needs another Gilbert impression. But you do it like it feeds some compulsive obsession. I feel like it's had ample time to work. You sound like that on purpose, and I'm the jerk. It's grating and annoying, and it raises blood pressure. Pounding in my ears like a male Fran Drescher. When I saw your face, I could tell it would sting. It wouldn't be so bad, but you yell everything. A thought comes around, and you feel you should share it. Spare it. You sound like a drill sergeant's parrot. The noise needs to stop before you devalue housing. Your voice gives me 
kills like the HAL 9000. I'm sorry, Devo. I'm afraid I can't do that. Screw that. People like me. I thought you knew that. Sure, you may be cheaper by the pound at the mall, but they'd save more money if they didn't buy you at all. I don't like the taste, let alone the smell, man. You're not even a brand name. What the hell, man? People really shop in the overkill section? Haven't seen that much white stuff since I had that infection. I make people laugh in an unusual way. If I say your name backwards, will you please go away? Here's Todd Trebling. Um, so did you really think that would work? Eat me. No! Who won? Who cares? Who said anything about a horse? Oh my God, <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, so that once again was the great Luke Ski, the the guy who did the uh, Spider Man Noir verse and Spider Verse. Oh my God, yo, Gilbert Gottfried asked my mom on a date. Did he like, really? In like before he was famous. Nice. And she was like, "No, you're weird." <laughs> <laughs> He's still weird. Uh, I'm sure he is. Can we play the other one, the frying pan one? Let's sure. play more. Let's play more. I think that these are good. I think those are good. Okay. Your stupid rap battles one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Stupid Rap Battles in this corner. Weighing in at 7 pounds, 6 ounces, made of 100% cast iron and seasoned to perfection, it's your grandmother's frying pan. And in this corner, with a population of 20,600,000, an average annual rainfall of 59.2 inches, and an average summer temperature of 82 degrees, it's the state of Florida. Begin. Hey, Florida, where'd you learn to be a state man? Is Alabama giving lessons? Because that's not a great plan. You're nothing but a swamp that most people stomp past. I guess that's what explains the constant swamp ass. You screwed up the election back in Y2K. I mean, how long has this country been voting anyway? And you still mess it up and never fessed up a side. And you think I'll trust my life to all those theme park rides? Your weather is hot? Yeah, not so much. You have to wear an oven mitt because I'm too hot to touch. Did you really think that I would be impressed by your palms? I tell you, though, I'd love to be caressed by your mom. My weather is beautiful. My girls are hot. I got beaches and parks. Your best friend is a pot. And you are not even in the same league as me. But I will sell you a timeshare eagerly. I got 1,300 miles of a beautiful coast. You got a couple things you make that go good with toast. I would take you to Disney, but I have to be candid. You'd be stranded in the park because you're not even enchanted. Man, did you really think you'd have a chance against teacups and candles that can sing and dance? Just go back on the shelf because you've met your match. I've survived hurricanes. Oh, you might get a scratch. You're going to have to come up with something better pretty quick. Your insults just slide right off. I'm non-sticking. I get better with time. It's called seasoning. But I know you're not exactly good at reasoning. You've got 20 million people in the world's lamest gang. Pictures all these people living in America's wang. I can't deny. I am not understanding why. Because you only go to Florida when you plan to die. Do I even need to bring a Florida man? And alligators as pets is a horrible plan. Your state is as exciting as gutting a law. Bugs Bunny had the right idea of cutting you off. You burn things so easy you make lunch a disgrace. Man, come down to Cape Canaveral and I'll launch you to space. It's all state-of-the-art, except for the prime of the geeks. Your technology's unchanged since the time of the Greeks. I think you've been sniffing that gas too long. Thought you would win this battle, but alas, you're wrong. You're a flat, round metal that's encased in grime. An inanimate object. Don't waste my time. There's no chef here, so tell me what your excuse is. Now I'll just leave you to stew in your own juices. You just never seem to make your case, so I'm out leaving you with some egg on your face. Who won? Who cares? Who's on first? Wow. Wow. And someone tried to call during that. I wonder if they're still on the phone. Hello? Still here. Who is that? 
I have a question for Devo Spice. Yes. Who is this, though? Who is this? Who said anything about a horse? Ah, hey, Chris. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. What's up, friend? What's up, so friend? So this is uh, this is Chris Mazzalesta of Power Salad. He is the the guy who did the announcer at on on the stupid rap battles. He's the voice actor. Ah, oh my God! Hello, thank you for calling in. Hello, how, how the fuck are you doing tonight? What's up, Chris? On this rainy Friday. I want pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chris is on a diet. No carbs. Oh, dude, you should just get that cauliflower pizza. It sucks, but the cauliflower rice kicks ass. But I mean, uh, my, I mean, my dad's from Brooklyn, so I know what pe- real pizza is. Devo, I hope you're having real pizza tonight. I'm from I'm from Brooklyn. We're not in real Brooklyn. We're in we're in whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> what is pseudo What is pseudo Brooklyn? Okay. I mean yeah. pseudo. Well, I'm in, I'm in, yeah, sucks. I'm in Texas, so pity me. Oh yeah, I, I do pity you. I do pity you, but like, I don't even know where I am right now. I'm in like. I don't know. I'm in like a liberal arts college. That's that's what most of Brooklyn is now. It's funny, uh, Devo Spice. I, uh, I I I'd like to give a testimonial for uh, the Anarchist Joke Book. It's great music for driving uh, 35 minutes to Lowe's in, in an SUV. <laughs> well, thank you. Because that's what I did today. <laughs> You're the second person who's told me it's good driving music. Oh, that's really good. Look at you all being sweet together on the radio. See what I mean? Because, you know, it's a, you know, that kind of thing. And the people, the rednecks on either side of me go, hey, man, what you listening to, son? <laughs> and I'm like, I go, it's comedy rap, sir. Praise Trump. I mean, uh, uh, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's in but, he's in uh, Trump country down there. Oh my God! But, but you guys are in one of the only states in the country that um is able to fund their schools through oil money. Did you know well, that? I got two words, uh, and it's Beto O'Rourke. Hey, thank you. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck that motherfucker. For those, uh, no, I like him. He's groovy. Cruz is the one you can uh, say, well, since you're not on, I guess, terrestrial radio, fuck that motherfucker. Yay! I mean, but, but I mean, but I mean, like, fuck them all. Oh, them, yeah, pretty much. Fuck them all, I too. mean, I, I don't think like of, I mean, Beto O'Rourke, it's like, do we really need a, a beta president? Like, don't we want an alpha in office? Well, he's not alpha, he's Beto, and he's Beto than a lot of the other people in there. So he's a good guy. Uh, okay. But uh, regardless, uh, for those days when you absolutely have to have uh, decomposed granite, I recommend Devo Spice, the anarchist joke book, and you should get it now at devospice.com uh, and .bandcamp.com, I'm sure. Yep. .bandcamp. Exactly. Yep, exactly. it's everywhere. So, it's uh, it's easy to find. It's it's even on iTunes and Amazon and, and should be on Spotify and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's... Uh, it's also a uh, it's also a very well played uh, album. How much of the music that that you know that I don't provide and I provide you a part here and there now and again? I mean, how much of it are you playing? All the rest of the other things like the keyboards generally and stuff. Pretty much, um, a couple of the parodies I had Bone Cage do the music for, um, but yeah, everything else is pretty much me and my computer and my keyboard. The only time, the only song. Where I actually played the the keyboard like with my fingers was at the end of Banner when you hear the um the theme from the the original uh, Incredible Hulk at the very end that ding 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 I was actually playing that on the keyboard. Well, there you go. Because it was slow well, enough and it was easy enough that I could actually play it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
and play a comedy rap on keyboard. You too can be a musician if you have a computer and a MIDI program. <laughs> hey, listen, I'll be honest with you. You know, as you know, I studied for many, many years and have a degree and all that other stuff, and I still need the computer to Wait, playing, what do you, playing, playing. Oh, crap. What do you have a degree in? You have a degree in jazz, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wowza. Music. Chris, Chris is music. an amazing musician. Yeah. What's your yes, favorite I'm a, I'm a, minor scale? Uh, the one that leads to, like, you know, the one that leads to happiness, man. It's like, oh my god, man, you like spoke that shit like so true. I feel like my third is eyes just like been open wild. So Chris well, was the, like the harmonic minor is kind of like that Egyptian dealy, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chris was the one who recreated the uh, Spider-Man sample from the the original TV theme song, oh my God. which I might have with me. Um, yeah. Um, wow. And it isn't that like, I didn't watch it from <laughs> since it came out. Fit what fifty three years ago? Yeah. that Cartoon came out. I'm not sure if this is the final version or the that didn't play. What is? Only rewind it. Yeah, so that shit over. So that was the loop that Chris gave me, and then I equalized it to make it sound like an old, like 13 inch television. Oh, <laughs> you guys are so cute. And then I loaded it into my my DJ controller, and I scratched the hell out of it to make you know to make the scratching sounds and stuff, and it was it was really cool. <laughs> That's fucking this rad. Yeah. This is how we fumpy people get together. Yeah, it's, it's one of the things I absolutely love about the fump is that I have access to all kinds of talent. So it's like, hey, I need another, I need someone to do a stupid rap battle with me. So, hey, I got Insane Ian, I had, great, I had the great Luke Ski, I had Starf do one. Um, hey, I need this uh, this sample recreated. So like, hey, Chris, can you recreate this sample? And like an hour later, he sends me the files. You, you have know? like a comedy music agency. We kind of do, yeah. Um, it's this whole little community of, of artists who help each other out. It's fa- it's fantastic. Oh, mutual aid, mutual support. But quick question. Um, if you could vote for any of the Sesame Street characters for office, who would it be? Because that's our question of the episode. Who's that for? That's for you, it's Chris. For you, Chris. Oh, that's for me. Yeah, every caller. For any character, if I had to vote, oh, I, this is gonna, this is this is really gonna be like old school, but I would have to go with Mister Hooper because he <laughs> Good was choice. always wise and he was always overseeing Hooper. Hooper. Aww. I could see that. Yeah, that's a, that'd be a good choice. Oh, guys, I have such huge news. Adele and her husband Simon Konecki have separated. That is what Twitter thinks I will find important. <laughs> All right, but I think that your answer to the Sesame Street question is revolutionary, and now we have a utopia. And you know why that is? It's because I'm fucking old. That's why. Because <laughs> uh, I can remember Mr. Hooper. Oh, <laughs> uh, I remember Mr. Hooper. I can't remember oh, an hour. I do. Yeah. Of course, I may have seen him in reruns, but I don't know. I don't remember anything. Yeah. I even remember Buddy and Jim. <laughs> that I don't remember. Those like sound like my grandmother's neighbors or some shit. Like you must be old. <laughs> it's like Buddy and Jim. 
Wait, was it Jim? Buddy and Jim was a live. It was a. It was a series of live sketches on Sesame Street for maybe the first two, maybe three seasons at most, where Buddy was always doing stuff wrong and Jim was always correcting him doing it. Like, oh, so they were like, like classic comedy duo. Like a classic comedy, like at Abbott and Costello, which I know Devo will Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm a Buddy, huge Abbott and Costello fan. Buddy was sort of the, the Costello and, and Jim was sort of the Abbott, if you will, or the, the, the Laurel and the Hardy, you know, like, hey, Jim, I'm going to put this nail in the wall. Okay, buddy. Buddy, you can't put a nail on the wall with a banana. I can't, Jim, really? Yeah. Okay. I have seen that. Okay. (laughs) I feel like they just let Bert and Ernie kind of take over that a little bit. In a way, yeah, they were around. You know, I mean, they were there from the beginning, but uh, this was. They were there sucking each other's dicks. (laughs) I just realized I've never done an Abbott and Costello song. Yo, what? Ooh. You haven't done a Venom song. You haven't done an Abad and Costello song. Yeah, Yo, you I'm gotta get to... get your shit together, Devo Spice. Get your shit together. I'm so-, <laughs> so, so Chris, who on the Fump can do a good Lou impression? Because I can, I can pull off a halfway decent Abbott. Well, we did, uh, we did Stooge Fighter. We did Stooge Fighter. I yeah. Mean, I, I can certainly try. <laughs> I can certainly try, Devo Spice. I'm a bad talent. Put you, put you and Luke. Uh, let, let you guys battle it out. Let's see who wants to be my Lou. So, do you have any? <laughs> are you, um, you online here? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm, uh, I'm, he's I'm talking ta- to. He's speaking to the woman in the room. What is it? Look up. Go to YouTube and, and search for Stooge Fighter. All right. I'm gonna type, and I'm gonna try to fill the space on here. All right. So what came up is Stooge Fighter Showdown. Space Quest and like all this shit. Here, here, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, is there a certain art? Should it be you? Should I type in Devo Spice? No. Search for um, Search to so what? Search to so what? Yeah, that's funny. Search to so what? We've got we've got Cirque and Duke here. Well, like I mean, oh. your thing. Um. So I, I need to introduce this and give some background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So give all the background. Chris you want. and I, along with uh the Great Luke Ski and uh. Shoebox of Worm Quartet uh, are in a sketch comedy group called Cirque du So What. And I, I didn't bring any of my stuff here, but we just mentioned uh, Stooge Fighter. This is a, a, one of the sketches we did from our, this was on our first album, right? Procrastinators of the Apocalypse? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Okay. Are, are we ready? We're ready. Play. Oh my God. Here we go. Coming soon to all the latest Nintendo, PlayStation, and Xbox platforms. You think you've played all the most intense fighting games in the history of video gaming? Well, that's nothing compared to the intensity of facing off against three of the greatest fighters ever to grace the silver screen. It's Stooge Fighter. Get over here, you. Hey, what are you digging on him for? Would you rather I pick on you? Ow, my hair. You order? You order what? Here's one for you, too. <laughs> I blocked you. Oh, yeah? Blocked it. Body blow. Body blow. Body blow. Body blow. Game Informer magazine says the most amazing resolution ever seen in a black and white video game. And be on the lookout because as soon as you beat this game, we're releasing Stooge's Fighter 2 Marxist Revolution, where the three Stooges face off against the Marx Brothers. David Seeger, why didn't get an uppercut? Hey, Hopper, take this. That was a bigger hit than my song Hooray for Captain Spaulding. What are you gonna do with it, that big hop you got there? 
Oh, yeah? Well, I think you need a violin lesson. Oh, my Stradivarius. My beautiful Stradivarius. Hey, let go of my leg. Boy, I sure got a kick out of that. Hey, you guys should join the Rockettes. That way you can line up and I can knock you all down at once. The action is so intense, you'll need to see a doctor. Calling Dr. Howard, Dr. Fine, Dr. Howard. And coming as soon as you remove the shrink wrapping from that game, we're releasing Stooge Fighter 3 Super Bowery Boys Brawl, in which you can unlock such rare fighters as Laurel and Hardy, Abbott and Costello, the Little Rascals, Buster Keaton, Harold Lloyd, and Charlie Chaplin. Hey, Abbott, which guy should I attack? I don't know. Sorry, Betty. Here's the secret code to unlock Shep. Yuck, yuck, down, down, left, right, left, right, woo, 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 start. Awesome. Look out, here come the Keystone Cops. I like that you guys Boing. referenced Keystone Cops. <laughs> you can stop that. Oh, yeah. And credits. I also like that you guys called it a Marxist revolution because I used to do stand-up and one of my jokes was that my mother, when I'd be like, Mom, you've just never read Marx, she'd be like, I know who the Marx brothers are. <laughs> Yes, I, I love the Cirque du Soleil stuff. It's so much fun working with these guys. They're just bouncing ideas off of each other. And, and, and Chris did all the production of that. So like all the music at him and um, just the sound Whoa. effects and stuff. And yeah. Actually, Actually no, this one, this one was um, Alcav, wasn't it? Yeah, Soggy Potato Chips. Soggy Potato Chips did the music for that one. That's right. Yeah. But Chris did everything else on the album. <laughs> you're very talented. So I see you're very talented. I, I, see, I see the proof. I like sound. Sound. Sound, yes. I, I, I'm more of a visual person. Chris runs the sound at Fump Fest, too. Oh, my God. Fump. I just like saying fump. You, fump. you, you did that on purpose, right? Yeah, because it's a fun funny. word to say. Fump. Fump. It, it sounds like, uh, you got to fump, de fump. You you know that, that red, pe- uh, red Chili Peppers song? I don't, actually. Uh, we can we might have a We might have another song we need to parody, Chris. Exactly. Because we've done we've done a lot of funk related parodies, you know. And basically, any song with the word "funk" in the title becomes funk very easily. Wait, uh, wait, it's it's a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. It's like you got to bump, dim bump. I don't even know what it is. Uptown <laughs> uh, funk. There we go. Yeah, maybe that uh, hump to bump. Here's what it is. We're gonna play this song just so you guys can get an idea. Oh, fuck that! Farmers. Yo, fuck you, farmers! <laughs> you guys are a bunch of fucking stupid whores. I hate you. What's up, everybody? Just Super DJ Tech Money saying, "Welcome to the Decatur Street Block Party. We got free food, free drinks, and free music. But if you want to request, it's two dollars and fifty cents because Tech got to pay his rent." Yeah. Hey, holla, 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 man! It's a list, man. You ain't on it. What, what, what all right, all right. We're Suggest not. Gonna, I don't know what on. this is. Skip I don't know what this is. To be on a list. Skip ahead to get a bit. My- yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're skipping around songs. Yeah, Chris. Go. I think we have our new opening track for Fump Fest this year. Yeah, you got, got to Fump. All from some like stoned ass chick at Radio Free Brooklyn. Because it's it wouldn't be Fump Fest unless, we, as, as Ian says, we started it with a self congratulatory masturbatory song. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's Let's exactly what that musicians should do, right? Yes. Musical masturbation. Thank you. Oh my god, musical oh, masturbation! Like what? What? Like what music do you think that the average American masturbates to? Uh. 
hope not mine. <laughs> what? No, yeah, whatever they play in the background of Pornhub, you know. The I mean, I think that most people, you know, masturbate to Takashi sixty nine. Do you guys know who that is? Yeah, uh, somebody got in trouble, right? Somebody got in trouble. <laughs> he he's um, he's a young rapper. He's a young rapper. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. Come on, you, you Devo Spice. Yeah, you rap. You gotta I know do. the modern rappers. What the, what the fuck's up with that? I I know some of them. I'm not totally you up to speed on all of them. Sixty nine, Takashi sixty nine's got the ta- the the number sixty nine tattooed all over him. Yeah, not familiar. Yeah, that's some like really <laughs> scary like millennial shit right there. It's like his, you know, it's, it's like got in trouble for something. There is know. there is an awesome sixty nine related song on the Madam yes, Opus album though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, do we want to play it? Let's play it. Let's, let's play, play it. it. We got ten more minutes left. So yeah, this, this is this is by an artist uh, from New Orleans called Bad Beth and Beyond. Bad Beth and Beyond. Yo, that bitch, my girlfriend now. All right, all right. Here we go. The plane? No, it's not. What's wrong with this picture? Okay, here we go. We got this. We got this. We got this. We got. We got this shit. This is going through. No, it's not. Oh, there we go. Try again. I got my first real licking out behind the five and down. Twisted to reciprocate. Was my very first 69. Me and a guy from school had a test and we studied real hard. Well, we passed on the oral exams, baby, but on the written, we never got far. Wanna do the yin and yang? I knew that that was what you're asking. Oh, and as I soon found out, I'm pretty good at multitasking. Oh, what about the of my life? Oh, yeah. Well, ain't no use complaining. When your mouth is full And I'm sitting astride your face, baby Riding it like a mechanical ball Wanna do the yin and yang I knew that that was what you're asking Oh, and as I soon found out I'm pretty good at multitasking Oh, was a butt of my life That was my very first six to nine. Oh, well, it's kind of like the music business. Yeah, that's how the work gets done. When you're face to face with an asshole, but in this case, it's a lot more fun. Wanna do the yin and yang? I knew that that was what you're asking. Oh, and as I soon found out. I'm pretty good at multitasking The world of the of my life Oh yeah That was my very first six tonight Oh Yo, I'm surprised like no one has done that before because like it's yeah. such an easy like punchline <laughs> right there. there. That happens a lot on the Fump where it's like I can't believe nobody <laughs> thought of this song before. The Fump. Chris, you still with us? I am still. With he me. is still with us. Okay. 
But uh, it's the Devo Spice thing, so I think Power Salad going to get in the wind, and I don't mean my own. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, yeah, uh, go to powersalad.com, too, and check out his stuff, or just check out his stuff on The Fump. Thefump.com. Thefump.com. Search for Power Salad. You'll find some really good stuff. So, guys, we're kind of coming to the end of our episode of Mockumental. We are. My name is Tuke Edelo, and I'm Killy's adopted niece of some kind, or daughter, or whatever the fuck, sister. Uh, Killy Dwyer is an amazing person. I've been here with Devo Spice and Chris. Mezzalesta. Some idiot from Texas. Some idiot from Texas, yes. The tile guy, as we call him. Oh, okay. Well, he's... He seems he seems cool. He seems cool. Um, so t- you're on a show tomorrow with Killy. So let's let's like promote that real quick. Yes, Talk I'm performing at uh, QED Astoria with uh, Rob Paravonian, Killy Dwyer, and what's his guy's name? I'm, uh, bipolar Bradley. Bipolar Bradley. I love Bipolar Bradley. I'm not familiar with him. I'm looking forward to his work. He's like an anti-folk guy. He used to be at Sidewalk before it got bat- bought out by the by those rich bitches. Who all hate. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, uh, QED Astoria tomorrow night, uh, seven thirty. The show the show begins, um, and it's going to be great. Yeah, you should all check that out. You should check out the Fump. Is it thefump.com? Thefump.com, yes. Thefump.com. Fump.com is, is the First United Methodist Preschool, which is not us. <laughs> so, actually, it's fump.org, I think. But, uh, yeah, thefump.com uh, mm-hmm. for all your funny music needs. Devospice.com, devospice.bandcamp.com. Uh, I am not hard to find. If you Google Devo Spice, you will find me. Yeah, you should know who the fuck he is, and you should stop being prejudiced against musical comedians. <laughs> right. Yeah, come on, you fucking folks, fucks, fucks, shit. Uh, Chris, you want to rep your shit real quick? We got like six minutes. Do it real quick. Uh, powersalad.bandcamp.com, and of course, I'm at the Fump, but I just mainly called in to, uh, just to support the old Devo Spice and to give a shout out to the old sort of home area, not Brooklyn, but I'm from Long Island, but uh, yeah, you know. It's all good. Oh, my God. Where from Long Island are you from? I'm from Selden, exit 62, where Suffolk Community College is. Okay, okay, okay. Dude, you got to hang up because Killy's got to call in right now. You got it. Bye. Bye, Bye Nice Chris. to meet you. Bye. Yeah, okay. So Killy's trying to call in. She's like, trying to call in. It's busy. Somebody else is calling in. Call now. Call now, Killy. Call now, Killy. Killy, we had another caller. <laughs> I know I was listening. And then you were like, fuck that asshole. This is my show. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's amazing. But what I want to say is, first of all, uh, Power Salad is amazing. Um, I've played them many times on the show, and I heard them, uh, obviously, originally um, through uh, the Fump. And um, that's why I called in, is because I wanted to express my gratitude and um, my uh, just. You know, all around, uh, I, just, I found so much great music um, through Devo, through Ian, through, um, you know, Kyle, through all the people who worked with the Fump. Um, they've sent me great music. They've sent me great musicians. They are all great musicians themselves. And they're doing a really cool um, thing for, I think, for comedy musicians. Uh, it's a Warm. very incredible intelligent unique uh space that they've created um the website the show the uh the funk fest um and every offshoot of it has been uh, a really great influence on me obviously uh-huh. uh, that's 
one of the reasons I have my show. This is so beautiful. And I, when I want to find some really great new stuff that I haven't heard or some stuff through people that I have heard before but I haven't heard their new stuff, the Fump is where I get it. And, um, you know, so I highly encourage anyone who likes to listen to your comedy music. And if you don't, you should get uh, it together and do it. Get it together and listen to it. Get it fuck together. I think that, you know, one of the great things about comedy music is is um, I love pop music, rock music, rap music, uh, classical music, whatever. Every kind of genre you can name, jazz. Uh, but what the great thing about comedy music is it kind of brings all of the genres together and, um, you know, allows people... Uh, whose voices maybe aren't heard, but also want to speak to um, these uh, uh, cr- crazy ideas that we have that aren't just love songs. Um, yeah, yeah. Love really, love songs. <laughs> I hate a great love. way to. We do have uh, our share of love songs, but love they're, try. they're yeah, twisted yeah, yeah. love oh, songs. God, hey, you know, <laughs> of course. I mean, you can't you can't do music if you if you don't at least have one love song, then you're nothing. Really, I mean, but, Kaylee, um, we're gonna cut out in like a minute or two, just so you know. That's fine. You I can just wanted to say show. thanks again uh, to Diva Spice for being on. I can't wait to see you tomorrow. I wanted to promote the show one more time. It's uh, Odd Rock Comedy Hour tomorrow at QED. QED is an amazing space in Queens, Astoria. That it's I where we shot the video for Just For You. What's that? Oh, it, yeah. We, we shot the video for Just For You, the dick pic song at QED. Oh, oh yeah. QED is like, yeah, it's a, one of those spaces like the funk like you know my show like the you know these places we're giving a space to people i think who who maybe don't normally get a a spot to say say their thing and, and it's amazing thing. i just want to let everybody know who's been listening that you've been listening to mockumental on radio free brooklyn okay keep going until the last Love second you so much. Thanks for having <laughs> thank you so much guys both of you for having me this Yay, has been great i'm too get i'm devo spice devospice.com we have a couple more seconds. I just wanted to make sure I said the name of the show and plug the station before we got off because that's part of my job. Kelly, are you still there? Okay, Kelly, went bye-bye. Um, you can find me at Took, L-O, T-O-O-K-E-D-A-L-O-W on everything. I am Devo Spice everywhere. We have a whole nother minute. Twitter, Instagram. I, I always forget if it's the 59 or the minute. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It- all right, guys. If I thought of bringing one of our, you know, less than one minute long songs, I could have played it, but I didn't. Oh, so. well, I mean. <laughs> and there isn't going to oh, be time to Google oh, it. I have so. a song. I have a song. Would you fuck Donald Trump for the revolution? Would you fuck Donald Trump for the revolution? Would you fuck Donald Trump for the revolution? I would do anything but that for the revolution. Would you fuck Paul Ryan for the revolution? Would you fuck Paul Ryan for the revolution? Would you fuck Paul Ryan for the revolution? I would do anything but that for the revolution. And that's, that's the, oh, and then, um, when revolution comes, all the boys will come and all the girls will too. When revolution comes, all the boys will come and all the girls will too. That's my little mini song that I never produced into anything. Um, okay, so, uh, you guys are amazing. Thank you for 